welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and today we're talking about the films The Amazing Wizard of Paws, Tom and Jerry Lost Dragon, and The Book of Life. Right now I'm talking to my, with my good friend Jerry Oz on his trip to DreamWorks TV where he toured the facility and met with directors. So how are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing very good. Thank you for asking. Fantastic. So um, tell us a bit, little bit of what DreamWorks TV really is and what you did there. Well, pretty much DreamWorks TV is a group of shows made by DreamWorks TV. Right now, only one show is online, I believe, uh, Turbo Fast. And they're all available on Netflix. And they're pretty much just a group of shows based off uh, movies or shows of their own. And they're going to be released during holidays and all that good stuff. And there's going to be a whole bunch of episodes. Like right now, I believe there's 25 episodes of Turbo Fast based off Turbo Movie, obviously. So, it's very cool. I love DreamWorks. I think DreamWorks is a fantastic animation company. So, it's, it's great to have to know that they have their own TV show now. So, now you can see it on your still on the small screen now. From small screen to big screen to your laptop. Perfect. So, um, what kind of people did you meet? Well, I met the director of... Um, there were director, two directors... One was director of TV mainly, like he took care of making sure everyone's flowing well, that everything was approved and all of that. Another director was pretty much big boss that looked over everything. Hmm. And how was your experience talking to them? Did you get a desk job there? Uh, not yet. Uh, my not yet. application is still pending. <laughs> yeah, I think I got my hope ups. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they were both very nice and they told me some interesting stuff like... Um, the direct the one of the directors told me that they're trying to do like fun stuff in the shows, and in one of the shows, Turbo Fast, there's actually a little worm in each show, and it's kind of like a game to find that little worm. Oh, well, um, so like, what kind of game? Like an actual um, console game, or is it like an something you download? Oh no, it's just like a little game you can create for your family to find the worm in each show. Oh, oh, I see. What, so, it's one, so when you're watching a show, you can just find the kind of like an I Spy kind of game. Yeah, kind of. Cool. Sounds fun. And um, what did you talk, um, what other things did you see there? Did you look at um, anim- animators doing the work? I mean, what other things did you tour? Well, we saw how the animators were kind of organized in this kind of central area called the Hub, where very interesting, unlike traditional way where a group of people work on the sh- one show only, and it's this, and this, and this, and that. But here, it's very different because a group of people work on one section of every show. Like, one group works on the drawing, one group works on the coloring, one group works on the lighting, one group works on the set. They can be working on Turbo Fast, Veggie Tales, Puss and Boots. So they can be working on pretty much everything. Wow. And how many animators did you, um, were there? To work on every show. I believe uh, he told me, one of them told me about 200. So animation can be a painstaking process. It is, and 
for one, uh, they showed me something from another show, uh, King Julian. It's King Julian, yes, they are making show of King Julian. Hooray for uh, all King Julian fans. Okay. They already already finished a trailer. Well, they're still working on it. Almost done. They finished that in a couple months, which may seem long for animation, but that is actually extremely fast. And I have to ask this question. It's a hard question. What is your favorite DreamWorks movie? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, okay, that's that is a tough one. Okay, Kiefer, why do you do this to me? Um, I I would have to say every single animation they've ever made was is my favorite because you can't just say a favorite to an animation. Of DreamWorks because DreamWorks are like the gods of animation, uh, next to uh, ne- next to Disney, who is also the gods of animation. They're like the two gods, so you can't pick a favorite. It's just impossible. They they are they're really hard to pick. But I, again, I had to just know. But um, every one of their movies are fantastic. They always are so amazing and so creative. But um, yeah. I, but just putting that, my favorite is Prince of Egypt. That's one of my favorites. They're fantastic. Well, let's take a... Sorry. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and today we're talking about the films The Amazing Wizard of Paws, Tom and Jerry, The Lost Dragon, and The Book of Life. Right now, I was talking with Jerry on how he toured DreamWorks TV, and he, and he met directors, and how he saw the animation works for TV, and King Julian has his own show, and we just talked about how great DreamWorks really is. So, what would you say your favorite part of the whole tour was? You know, my favorite part was definitely looking into the actual animation process. We looked at this one person. Uh, he was pretty much animating the, a huge city of Puss in Boots. And we could see him, like, so he pretty much said he started with this virtual big lump of clay. He all made it pretty and all of that to make this huge city on a mountain. And he can zoom in and look around, and there's interior and exterior. I thought that was so cool. And it was also cool to see the lightings and how they do that, and pretty much just everything in general. Wow, if only I was there to see it. That sounds amazing, and how you got able to see like the, the main parts of an animation film. And what do you personally find so fascinating about animation? You know, I think what I find fascinating about animation is I can understand how they can play hundreds of thousands of millions of pictures, virtual pictures, together to form a moving picture. But what I can't find completely mind-blowing is that the 3D style of animation, where they take the the Y and X axis and make a Z axis to a two, that's not real, that's a Jerryism right there. (laughs) But they can make the characters move in 3D and walk from the camera to back. And it's just illusions and just so surprising. And I think that it takes a lot, of, to, a lot of time to master. And it takes a lot of patience, too. Yeah, if you see the animation, um, his timeline, we've gone from like these 2D animations to these amazing three-dimensional um, CGI animations, which are so great. And also, thing I love about animation is, depending on the budget, there really is no limit to what you can make of animation. Yeah, you can make, honestly, a talking dragon to a space adventure across the cupcake galaxy. You have endless limits. Or, because- like, 
Go on. Because unlike live film, it does take a lot faster. It may be a bit more expensive, and but you are extremely limited to special effects to pretty much all of that good stuff. I mean, gravity is probably much as far as you can go with today's technology, which really isn't that far compared to some animation films. I mean, we've seen some animation that was completely outsane and could never be done on live films. So there is that point to look forward to. That's why I love just animation. It's a fantastic art form in film. So, what can you tell us more about um, Dreamless TV? What was the fa- what was your favorite, um, maybe TV you're excited to see? Well, I was very, very excited to see King Julian because, um, like all you Madagascar fans, he is my favorite character, absolutely. And Puss in Boots was very cool. Uh, I actually watched Turbo Fast before. Um, I went there, so I was very happy to see they also made that. And VeggieTales, uh, another show. I'm sure we all watched a little bit of VeggieTales when we were a little kid. Of course. So I'm very happy to see they're making a complete new show for VeggieTales. And it's it's just really cool, honestly. And I'm looking forward to all of them. They're coming up very soon. They plan to have, like, by two years from now, like, 14 shows or something crazy like that. Well, I'm really excited to see King Junior as well because I've always found um, him a very fun character. He's always so funny just to watch. And also, they're making a new Penguins in Madagascar movie. Yes, but that is, I do believe, not DreamWorks TV. That's separate. Yeah, That's separate. more Nickelodeon productions. Mm-hmm. But um, King Julian, it's kind of before they eat, before Madagascar movies even happen when he was just like chilling as a king. So, that should be very cool and fun. Origin story. Love those. Well, I'd like to thank you so much, Jay, for talking about DreamWorks TV with me. Thank you so much for letting me talk to you about such a pretty cool and unique idea. Any more information you want to give to the viewers of how to um, watch DreamWorks TV? Well, uh, they're going to give you little previews and sneak peeks on YouTube and uh, DreamWorks sites. But if you want to watch the entire thing, you got to go get Netflix. So please go check it out. Thank you again, Jay, for talking about DreamWorks TV. Of Be course. sure to check out the YouTube page so you can go watch it. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. 
Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Gary Ors, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We just talked about DreamWorks TV, and right now we're talking to Anthony about the amazing Wizard of Oz. How are you doing, Anthony? Good, thank you. How are you? Very good. So can you tell us about this movie, please? Well, this movie is all about a boy named Bobby who has a dream of becoming the greatest magician ever. He got this dog named Ozzy when he was young because he was too depressed after his dad died. So he needed Ozzy to always come with him to everywhere. So one day he went to a store to buy a magic book with $20 he found and gets a magic book that gives him powers to do a lot of things. It sounds very cool, and I know there's a very cool dog about that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. This dog is named Ozzy. He is a, well, he's the dog that he, that um, Bobby found when he was little. Bobby got, Bobby's dad died in a car crash, so he got so depressed, he just couldn't walk around without someone with him. So, he got this dog named Ozzy he found on the street. There was no owner, so he decided to keep him. Turns out that he is a magical dog that has been alive for centuries, and he can talk. It turns out he couldn't, but the dog couldn't, wouldn't talk until he bought that magic book. Whoa, that's pretty cool. That's actually really amazing. And I've watched this film, and I have to say it's a very fantastic film. Very good story. Well, who do you think your favorite character is? Um, well, I just explained him to you. He, my favorite character would be Ozzy. I think we can both agree on that. And since this is all about pretty cool magic tricks, what do you think about them? Do you think these are kind of, you know, old and dull and non-creative? Or do you think they're really unique and... Never done before. Well, I mean, sure, he's done a few tricks that everybody could, like, do if they really tried to learn them. But he's done some tricks that nobody has ever seen before. There are some tricks that I, no one can explain, and it's probably because they're real tricks. And real magic. What do you think your favorite trick would be if you could, well, name any? Hmm... Well, I remember this one trick that he did where there was a helicopter flying above him, like in the back. And since it was really far away, it looked small. So he jumped up and grabbed the helicopter and it was just a fake helicopter. Well, that looks really cool. And that's really not as, it's really not fake. It's more of an illusion. Mm Mm-hmm. So that sounds very cool. What do you think your favorite scene would be? Well, I said my favorite part in this movie was when Bobby was having a school talent show and he and Ozzy did a lot of cool magic tricks. I mean, they made Ozzy disappear once. They made him come in, go in one box and come out the other. They did all types of cool illusions. So I think that was my favorite part. And what do you think the moral or message of the story is? Because I do believe there is a pretty big moral or message. 
Well, I said in this message, um, <laughs> well, one, you can't change the past, but you can, um, you can help your future. I said that because when his dad died, he may not have, he may not be able to change and make his dad, like, not get in the car crash. But with Ozzy, he helped himself in the future. When he got older, he ended up getting over his shyness. He did a lot more cool things. So I think that's one. What would you think is the message? Well, honestly, I think the message is never give up. And the, pa- the past is in the past. Because you can see him go through the five stages of grief. And it, he's kind of accepting it finally. And he's getting pretty sad and devastated about this. And then he finds Ozzy. And he thinks, oh, Ozzy can bring him back to life. And all this and all that. And he finds out it's all magic. But it's not. But he does still try magic when he thinks he finally fails. He doesn't give up. And I'm not going to ruin the story. But he does go back and do some pretty cool stuff even when it is very intense. So I think that's the moral of the story. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. What do you, what, how many stars would you give this film? Um, well, I thought this film was pretty clever and did so many cool tricks. I give this film a five out of five stars because, I mean, that all the voices for this match their characters the the movie was just amazing it was i i just give it five out of five and i also have to ask this what do you think about the villain because there is a villain in this but she's a very kind of interesting villain very weird type of villain what do you think of him well this villain is a little bit different than normal ones these normal ones will do, like, evil things to, like, all types of stuff. This villain, like, barely speaks in this movie and kind of always has one face on his, like, he always has one face when he's, when he's there. So, I'd say this villain is a, I mean, he still is a villain, but he's not actually a, he's not, like, a normal villain in most other movies. Yeah, I have to agree, because in most movies, there's kind of like a backstory, what led to this, and he's so evil. This, he's just kind of like there, you know? Yeah. And what do you think of the cinematography? Because there's some pretty crazy stuff in here, including a flying bus. So it must have been hard to do it. What do you think of how they did on it? Well, I thought it was pretty cool. Like when there was a fl- when the flying bus was there, I think that was kind of a little bit difficult to do. But I see how they pulled it off. I think it was pretty cool how they did all this stuff. Um, so I have to, if I could give that five stars, I'd give it five out of five. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host Jerry Orris, and we're talking about DreamWorks TV. Tom and Jerry the Tom and Jerry the Lost Dragon, the Book of Life, and right now we're talking to Anthony about the Amazing Wizard of Oz, and right now we're just talking about how there was flying buzz and everything was so cool. So let's continue to talk about it. And Anthony, how do you think the directing was? 
Well, I have to say that the director of this movie did a really good job. I mean, no one, I don't think, messed up on their on any voices. They all looked like they were doing what they were supposed to do in the movie at that time. So I think that the directing in general was really good. Well, that is definitely very, very cool. I mean, the directing is extremely important. What do you think of the story? Because the story is pretty different. Um, yeah. I guess the story was a little bit different than, like, most backgrounds or background stories or all types of stuff. It was a little bit different than I'd seen most movies. I think that the car crash with, like, a dad dying would be kind of a realistic story. But it was different than most other, like, evil villain stories. Yeah, and I honestly have to say the ending was very unexpected. Of course, we're not going to spoil it, but what did you think about that? Um, I also don't want to spoil it, but I thought it was really clever how they put the story. I mean, it had so many cool things. Um, I mean, if you want to find out what we're talking about, just watch it yourself. I definitely agree. And what character do you think you can relate to the most? Well... Bobby is a good kid. He loves magic tricks just like me. I can't say that any of my family members have really died, but, I mean, I can see his shyness and loving to do magic tricks that kind of relate to me. So I kind of relate to Bobby. Hmm. That's very cool. Well, let's take a break. Thank you so much, Anthony, for talking to me. You're welcome. I'm Jerry Ors, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids.
have become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly. Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Today, we were just talking about the film, The Amazing Wizard of Paws, and also DreamWorks TV, and also we're talking about the films, The Book of Life. 
Right now, I'm talking with Jerry on Tom and Jerry, The Lost Dragon. And thank you again, Jerry, for talking about this film. Of course, it's going to be a lot of fun. Tom and Jerry is also always extremely funny. So, um, can you give us a little bit of the story of the film? Well, pretty much the story is very cool, actually. So, it's about a village, a magical village, and a young girl, her, well, aunt, is super evil. And luckily, she got banished away. Everyone's happy, right? Well, the young girl grows up to be an animal caretaker with two pets, Tom and Jerry. That's where they come in, who's grown up where they are, well, usually in the show. And now, there's this... So, everything's kind of going downhill. I mean, the the animal caretaker place is kind of going out of business and all of this and all of that. So, they're all really worried. And then, all of a sudden, they find an egg in the river. And it turns out to be a dragon egg. They get mixed up with all this crazy stuff and a whole bunch of fights and all of this that will determine the fate of the world in good or evil's hands. And, of course... It's all up to Tom and Jerry. It's funny to me that uh, a story about a cat and mouse having slapstick humor turns to this grand epic story. So that's one thing I find so hilarious about this. But it sounds so much fun. It definitely is a very fun film. And now today's couple Tom and Jerry films have the style. So it's very cool. Now, are you a fan of Tom and Jerry? Oh, I watched Tom and Jerry since I knew what it was, which was pretty much since I was two years old. So I've been watching Tom and Jerry for 10 years. So did you feel like this was a very good representation of our favorite cat and mouse? You know, I definitely think this is a different look at it because before we look at Tom and Jerry as two house pets that are really, they don't like each other. I mean, it's a mouse and a cat. Yeah. Uh, he's supposed to hunt the mouse, so obviously he wouldn't be liked. But in this, they're more kind of like brothers. They grew up together. Uh, They're the girl's original pets, so of course they grew up together, and they're more as brothers than, well, bullies to each other and arch enemies, which was a very interesting look because they're more as friends than hating each other. Mm. That's a different way of looking at Tom and Jerry, but... I bet it fits in the story. Fantastic. I gotta check it out. It is very cool. So, what would you say about the animation in this film? You know, I honestly have to say I like the complete 2D, not shiny, classic animation. It's just, you know, you can't beat it. But this animation is still 2D. Uh, They didn't make it 3D yet, which I'm very happy about, but it's a lot brighter. It's literally just a lot brighter and a lot smoother than the old ones. And the original couple of Tom and Jerry movies, like the racing one and the one to Mars, was a lot different. Used the classic, which I thought was pretty good. And honestly, don't know why they changed it to this new shiny type of 2D animation. When you mentioned Tom and Jerry goes to Mars, I still have that on my movie collection in VHS. Yes, VHS still exists, people. Yes, I mean, I know you all love digital, and you probably don't even know what a DVD is anymore, but VHS <laughs> is, back when our parents were a kid, that's what we used to watch them So, that goes way back. But you were talking about how the animation is more fluent and everything, so does that make the slapstick comedy even funnier? Oh, oh, it, 
the animation has nothing to do with slapstick. They just have their little style of animation of shaping their heads to get all weird and punching each other in the face and random stuff here and that. The slapstick humor was better than ever. I know I watched this with my mom and we were laughing nonstop through the entire film. It was perfect. That's always great to hear that at least they nailed the slapstick of Tom and Jerry. So, going back to the writing. Now, Tom and Jerry used, used to be silent, um, just silent kind of slapstick. There's no dialogue between the two, uh, except for that one film, which shall not be named. Um, what, well, with the dialogue between the supporting characters, how was that? Well, like usual, Tom and Jerry never talked. I mean, Jerry does his little impression when he laughs. And like points at Tom to do the stuff, and you can think what you you think you think what you know he's saying. And Tom has this little scream that he does that sounds like human, but it's really not. Which I definitely think was just right, unlike that never named movie ever again. But anyway, um, they definitely did a good job by making the supporting characters talking because it was com- if it was completely silent. It would be a tr- it would be hard to make a feature ninety minute film with complete silence. I mean, I like silent movies and all, but sl- with slapstick humor, you really kind of can go wrong easily there. Yes, and by the way, did you know? Fun fact that Joseph Barbera, the one that creates, actually voiced Tom's um, scream in the original cartoons. Oh, you learn something new about Tom and Jerry every day. Yes, you do. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Kiefer Blakesley, and today we were talking about DreamWorks TV, the film The Amazing Wizard of Paws, and we're talking about The Book of Life. Right now, I was talking with Jerry on Tom and Jerry and The Lost Dragon, how we love, we both love Tom and Jerry, and it's great to have another film with more story and different kinds of animation. So back to the film, what would you say the age range for this film is, Jerry? Well, like always, uh, Tom and Jerry films really aren't that old. I mean, today's, today's well, animation I know isn't all about violence and everything like the good old days. But, mm-hmm. man, I sound like an old person. But um, <laughs> it's definitely not, it's bright, which kids would like if, even if they're too young to understand the concept. So a good age would be honestly to like 1 to 18, maybe if not even younger because there's really nothing to be intense. I mean, even the intense scenes aren't that intense, which is, I think, it's good for a kid's film. Mm. And do you think only Tom and Jerry fans will enjoy it? So I think any sort of animation lover, or just people in general. You know, in all of history of Tom and Jerry films and movies and TV shows, there's never been one where they actually did an opening story for Tom and Jerry. So it's kind of impossible to be an expert and need to watch something else to know Tom and Jerry. Because it all starts off the same way. Cat and mouse start fighting, the end. Pretty much. But yet the simplicity of that story still to this day is timeless to me. Heck yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Live on. Okay, so, well, how many stars did you give this film? You know, I definitely will give it five out of five stars because they did really well. I mean, the story is unique and not too, well, bland, bland and the uh, comedy is definitely classic Tom and Jerry, and they didn't do anything wrong, like we all know, but uh, it's just overall a great film. And I do have an uh, issue, well not issue, I do have a topic to to bring up. Do you feel like that slapstick comedy is outdated? 
you know, I don't think you can ever get a dated by slapstick comedy because that's pretty much what kids grow up on. That's like the original comedy kids for kids. And honestly, how can you even get tired of it? It's slapstick comedy. It's impossible to get tired of. I don't see how people will get tired of it. I mean, maybe for adults it may seem stupid. But again, to us, uh, adult comedy may seem too sarcastic. So, who knows? <laughs> totally agree. I If the creators of this film know how to create good slapstick, it can be funny. I mean, even the original Three Stooges, or all that slapstick comedy was hilarious. And still is to this day. Now, what would you say your favorite character is in this film? Well, because I'm Jerry, I would have to say my favorite character <laughs> is Jerry. Because, I mean, you know, Jerry, he is awesome. <laughs> and for a little mouse, he's very bossy and just overall an awesome guy. Well, mouse, I guess. And very smart and caring mouse. So I would say my favorite character is Jerry. Were you talking about the actual character or yourself? <laughs> I think <I'm> both. <laughs> well, I've talked to you and I would agree that you're both caring and a cute little mouse sometimes. Thank you. <laughs> Now, by the end of this film, what have we learned? We have learned that Tom and Jerry never stop fighting, even if they are brothers, and that dragons can fight each other. Perfect. <laughs> but is there any, like, morals or message in this story? No, I think it is don't judge someone by, don't judge a book by its cover, because they judged the girl as an evil witch because her aunt was a super evil and horrible person, but she's really not. She's caring, she's loving... She just wants to help animals, and she doesn't want to turn out like her aunt, even though her aunt is pushing, even though she's banished. Like, come on, join me. Come on. You know you, know you hate these people. You, want, you know you want to do this. Come on, come on. But she doesn't want to do that. She wants to be a good person. The village is judging her as a bad person. So don't judge a book by its cover. That's a great message. Now, also, what would you say your favorite scene is in this film? My favorite scene is probably the opening after they do like the um, they uh, opening to get the story all set when um, Jerry's all away doing his stuff and Tom's just chilling on his pillow laying down like Tom is usually as a lazy cat unless it's interesting him. He's just chilling, laying down, you know, doing the normal stuff cat does. Yeah. And I think that's like the classic scene when Jerry's doing a whole bunch of work because he's a mouse and his purpose is to do work, while Tom is just chilling, laying down, doing nothing, you know. A just perfect yeah. introduction to our characters. Yes, it is. Well, I'd like to thank you very much, Jerry, again, for talking about Tom Tom and Jerry, The Lost Dragon. I have to check it out because I'm, I'm a huge Tom and Jerry fan. Definitely check it out. It's a fantastic film. So thank you again. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? 
If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Jerry Orris. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We just talked about DreamWorks TV, The Amazing Wizard of Paz, Tom and Jerry the Lost Dragon, and right now we're talking to Morgan about the Book of Life. How are you doing today, Morgan? Good. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. So, can you tell us about the Book of Life? Well, but the Book of Life is an amazing um, story from 20th Century Fox, and it will bring you a new Halloween movie to the big screen. And it will sure to be a um, must-see favorite for everybody, and everybody will have to go and see it for Halloween. Now, this animated feature is um, coming out October 17th, so don't forget to miss it. And go and don't see it. Don't forget to not miss it. What do you mean, don't forget to miss it? And I think that everybody will surely love it. It's an animated feature set in South America, and the movie is colorful and festive, and I enjoyed learning about all the different cultural beliefs of South America. It was funny, cute, and the story kept your attention from getting to the end, and you would never lose focus from it. The characters are made of wood, but after the first five minutes, you will see them as real people, truly. And there are many different characters with great personalities that you will just absolutely love. Well, it sounds very cool. Can you tell us a little bit about the story of the film? The story of the film is about these three amigos, and they're really best friends. Maria was one of them, and both of the boys fall in love with her. And and these two people make bets on them of who she will marry, and... Technically, what they're trying to do is they're trying to find out um, who's going to marry the girl. And they each ask for a piece of bread from each of them, and they each give them a blessing. Now, one of them gives a little boy a medal for a trade. And then the other one, he says, I will give you the bread, and she wishes him a kind heart. And you technically have to get that to be able to understand the story, because that's very important. Well, it's but. One person is, they're basically first name the kind heart versus the hero. So Maria isn't sure which one she should marry. But after the end, she will find out. Well, it sounds like a very cool and very pretty complex plot, actually. The plot, actually, of the story is there. there's a singing bull rider and a fighter. And so they're basically versing each other when they grow up. And one sings from the heart, and then the other has this medal that technically he will be able to last forever and never um, die or ever be able to get hurt from everybody. And basically what they're doing is they're following their dad's footsteps to 
their destiny, but not their own hearts. And they're scared of being themselves. Well, it sounds like there's a moral message of the story. What do you think that is? Follow your own heart and go your path and not somebody else's. I like that very much. And, and I'll, um, to learn, it was also a very colorful movie. You will love it. Very festive. And I think that uh, it's really cool because of that. And also how lots of the characters, there's lots of characters like the candlestick maker from Ice Cube. He was just so much funny. And the pigs, they were really cute. They were teeny tiny, but they were just adorable. There were bulls for the bullfighter and um, sheep and children. And it's just a world full of colorful characters that you will absolutely love and adore. Well, it sounds very cool. You're listening to the Voice yes. American. You're listening to the Voice American Kids Network. I'm Jerry Orris. Today we're talking about Dreamworks TV, Amazing Wizard of Paws, Tom and Jerry the Lost Dragon. And right now we're talking about Morgan about how the, the story is really cool and how there's a couple cute pigs and sheep and how it's a really unique story. So, back to your, what you're saying about, well, the moral about the story. And, well, as I told you, I think the moral is really just following your heart. And also, how there were lots of characters that you will absolutely adore. And I think another one of the lessons was, don't kill the bulls anymore. Because I think that's very bad and wrong. And everybody knows that because everybody needs the animals. And no more bullfighting. That's just, those are the rules. Honestly, that's what the morals are. I definitely have to agree with you on that. That is a very bad thing with eating bowls and making them fight for your entertainment. I think that's extremely cruel and against humankind rules, just rules itself. So I definitely agree with you on that one. So I saw a couple of trailers and a couple of clips of the film and I saw the animations very well unique. Can you tell us about that? The animation is pretty unique because... What it is, is it's a story from these dolls' point of view, and it's um, a story about a teacher, like this teacher is telling them the story, and it flips back to these um, wooden dolls. And I think that's really cool because it shows you all the detail of the wood and all of that, and that is something that you would not expect in a movie, but they did do the animation for that very well, very detailed. So I think every kid will love that. Well, it definitely sounds like very unique animation. And how many stars would you give this film? I would give this story five out of five stars. Twinkling stars, that is. Ooh, you even got this twinkling stars. And why is that? Pardon? And why do you give five out of five stars? I give the movie five stars because of all the different characters and how all the morals are different, really different, and the plot is very different from other movies. And the plot line is just something that you won't um, see in every movie and that it's very different. Well, that is definitely very cool. I mean, who likes a film that's like 10 other films? So I'm glad it's very unique. And what character do you think you can relate to the most? Um, I think maybe it would be really Maria. And why is that? Because Maria is this top, like this fun and courageous bubbly girl who um, is... She follows her heart and her independent her independence does get her in trouble a few times, but at the same time it is her greatest asset. And we watch her grow from a child to a young lady who's absolutely beautiful and she keeps the same spirit and kind heart, but 
um, as she grows older, she kind of loves both of these, both of these amazing young boys, and she can't decide between the hero or the bullfighter, but her heart will show her the way, hopefully. Well, it definitely sounds like very, very cool, and what do you think your favorite scene is? My favorite scene is probably when they go to the heaven, and when they find out what it's like on Halloween, and how you see how it's festive and colorful, now they're having fiestas and all of that. And why is that your favorite scene? Um, I think it was my favorite scene because of it was one day a year and they got to only have this one day a year and I think that it was also very cool because he got to see his mom again and some of his cousins and everybody the bullfighter so that was pretty fun well it sounds it was was the next day of the dead and and it definitely was just amazing and it was outdone by 20th Century Fox well kudos to 20th Century Fox for making obviously such a great film and why do you think that the main genre is? Because getting from what I hear, I can hear that it's romance, it's young adult, it's violence, and it's intense. What really is the main genre, do you think? I think it's like maybe a comedy love story. That's probably what it is. Um, and it's also a very family film. Everybody will love it, from teens to adults to kids. Well, it's always very good. Sally, that, that is all the time we have. Thank you so much for talking to me, Morgan. It was a pleasure with talking to you, Gary, and it was my pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for thanks so much for joining us. This is Gary Orris, and you've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To hear more film reviews and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to kidsfirst.org and check out our new Kids First blog on Huffington Post. This show is produced for the Voice America Kids Network by Kidstar Radio. We empower kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm, and now from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Here's Mr. Saxophone, Dave Farther, with I Sneeze in Threes. I sneeze in threes When I smell pepper It's not a disease It makes me feel better have an issue So pass me a tissue I'm getting all teary But not cause I'm sad I sneeze in threes From mild irritation It's from allergies Which leads to frustration Prescribe antihistamine Or goggle with Listerine Maybe it's pollen Maybe it's cats Some days freeze the breeze No worries, nothing to be peeved about
Mr. Saxophone from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org. <laughs> 